welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. So Deep T and I are in LA today. So this is another episode of subpar audio and Zoom <laughs> visuals. So please bear with us. We are, we've just been traveling a lot these days. I just got here last night from Mexico and I flew straight to LA and literally Natalie is like a couple, <laughs> couple hotel rooms away from me right now, but this is what we have to do when we travel. Yeah. So thanks for joining us on the ride as we just kind of like live our crazy lives, but mm -hmm. we're here in LA for the live reunion and I have to attend a fan event. So everything love is blind related is happening this weekend, but we're so excited to be here because we're going to give you all the updates. Yeah. We're, and we get to see it firsthand. So it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. And the first ever live reunion, like this is going to be a shit show and I'm very excited to see it. I am really scared. So Deep D and I have met the cast throughout this weekend. And so I know that they're feeling scared, but also really excited. And we definitely feel for them because we've been in their shoes at one point. And I can't imagine just having millions of people watching me live. Yeah. I don't know. Like, cause then you're so careful of every single word and you want to be very clear with every single word as well. So nothing's misconstrued, but uh, you know, I, I feel for them. I'm sure the pressure is like so large right now. Yeah. I've heard from a couple of people too, that they're just kind of anxious about it, but you know what? I have faith that they'll get through it. They just have to be their authentic real self and, you know, just talk about their feelings. So we'll see Except how it goes. Sometimes Except sometimes being your authentic, real self can backfire. So yeah, but true. anyways, we're so excited. Okay. Some love is blind updates since our last episode. Um, there was an article by people that revealed that two other couples got engaged on season four. So their names are Jimmy and Wendy. So that's one couple. And then the other couple was JP and Ava. So I was kind of annoyed when I read this news because Ava and Wendy are both Asian women. And I was actually shocked. Like one of them wasn't added to the cast of, or the main cast of season four, because, you know, from like a diversity standpoint, why not? They followed six couples on our season. So why can't you add another one? That's exactly my thought. It's like we, they had plenty of time and room to add them. So it's very shocking, but I had no idea there was other couples that got engaged. I just figured there was only five and that's what they rolled with. But yeah. So the creator of the show, Chris Colin made a comment saying that they chose to choose the most authentic storyline. So I think he's implying that maybe those two couples weren't authentic yeah, because I did hear that one of the couples broke up like immediately after they left LA. So maybe there was some disingenuity there. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think that was Ava and JP. So if you go to Ava's Instagram, she has a post about it, how JP texted her and broke up with her like right after getting engaged or something like that. So that was definitely messy, but I think that Wendy and Jimmy, the other couple actually dated for a few months. Oh, so. that's so sweet. Yeah. Another update is that we heard a rumor that Kwame's sister is an actress, and that is so completely falsified. Um, someone actually did a deep dive into their family pictures and their history, and Barbara is Kwame's sister. I don't know where people are finding this info, but it is so far-fetched. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's the power of social media, but also the downside where like false news can spread so fast and people are taking it as fact, even though it's been cleared up. 
like Deep Dee said, people have found photos of Kwame and his sister from like several, several years ago. Like they are definitely siblings, siblings. but it's crazy that this rumor even came to light. I was like, why do people do that? I think it started on either Twitter or TikTok and mm-hmm. people just ran with it to like go viral, which is yeah. kind of gross. Let's let's move on from that. I think these wedding episodes are so damn beautiful. I have one observation that I really made was it is 100% an upgrade from our season. The cost is the budget went up way high for these episodes. You can really I know tell. like you could tell the budget is just so much higher just based on the floral arrangements, the yes. venue, even the dresses. We got the short <laughs> end of the stick for sure. I know. And that mountain brack drop, like I know Seattle's gorgeous, but wow. And you can really tell you're in Seattle because every single wedding, it was raining. <laughs> I know. I was like, of course it's raining. That's so Seattle. But you know, in the Indian culture, they do say that if it rains on your wedding day, it's very auspicious and it's good luck. So, you know, at least that's a positive. Yay. Amazing. Well, Mm -hmm. I love that. So I think it was definitely positive for three out of the four couples. Let's start with Chelsea and Kwame because we open up episode 12 with Kwame's answer, which is I do at the altar. Were you surprised by that? No, I actually wasn't. Um, for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's because I met Kwame, uh, even though he didn't allude oh. to one or the other, but I just felt like, you know, he was happy and like, uh, I just, I wasn't surprised by it, actually. I knew, we all knew Chelsea was going to say yes, of course. You're right. Yeah. They kind of had the, are they going to do it or are they not vibe to them? So I wasn't surprised, but I, I don't know, maybe some of the viewers were surprised. What about you? So I was actually surprised because I feel like their storyline was a bit bumpy. It Mm -hmm. felt like Chelsea was all in, but Kwame was kind of like one foot out the door at some points. So I was like, maybe they will just choose to date. Like, I think in my mind, I was like, I think they'll always like choose to end up together, but I'm not sure if it's marriage or just like dating after the experiment. Or if it's like right now. I said this in, yeah, I said this in our last episode, but seeing how happy Kwame's siblings were for him. I think that was the indicator like, okay, he's going to say yes, because no sibling is that like supportive and amazing on their wedding day and goes meets, you know, and, and Barbara, his sister went to go meet Chelsea Chelsea. Mm -hmm. um, in the last episode. So I'm like, okay, they're going to say yes. On my way here from Mexico, I walked out of the airport and the first people, I hear Kwame's voice and I'm like, is that Kwame? And it definitely was. I ran into them at the airport and they definitely seem like they're more in love than ever. So it's really sweet because it's after, you know, it's been like a, a little while since filming. So I'm excited for them. Yay. Okay. Well, I can't wait to meet them um, at the live reunion. So they're two people I haven't met yet. So I'm really, really excited. People are saying on social media that Kwame didn't seem so happy on his wedding day that he was faking his happiness. I didn't really get that vibe. Did you? No, absolutely not. I think Kwame just laughs a lot in general, and especially when he's nervous. And trust me, that moment when you're like walking up to the altar and doing the whole wedding day is very, very intense. And I think he was just like laughing to kind of like calm the nerves a little bit. But no, I didn't get that vibe at all. Well, people are saying post ceremony. I didn't think so. I think that's just how he is. They actually seemed really, really happy. I'm happy for them. I'm rooting for them. They definitely had like a more bumpier storyline. And I'm sure it was hard Mm -hmm. for them to watch that. 
and people yeah, reacting to it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we're going to have Kwame and or, and or Chelsea on the podcast, you know, kind of talk about yes. their experience and like I'm how so... much of editing and like what their real story was. So yeah, I'm so excited for that. Okay. So what did you think of um, Micah and Paul's wedding? That was a mess. So they're kind of like the couple I'm least invested in because we haven't really seen any depth in their conversations leading up to now. Um, Yeah, just with her friends laughing at Micah running from the altar and just the way Micah kind of threw it back to Paul of, you know, I want you to answer first before I do. I don't know. It was a lot happened during their wedding. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, and honestly, I really thought that Micah was going to be the one that's going to be on the fence and Paul was going to be a for sure. Yes, because we don't, like you said, we don't really see much of their issues that they're going through in this last episode. Like this last episode for Micah and Paul was the most revealing to me of the obstacles that they've had in their relationship. Like I know obviously they care for each other, but it really shined through that, you know, they're not ready to say yes. And I'm kind of glad they said no. This episode, we really see what their issues are, like how they're feeling, because Mm -hmm. Micah says at the altar um, that she doesn't feel chosen sometimes by Paul. And then he also says that Micah doesn't reciprocate her love. Like he doesn't know if it's like a defense mechanism or you know, it's something else. So I think this is where it's revealed that there's like a bit more going on in their relationship, because I think leading up to this point, they got the perfect couple, like very happy type of edit. Yeah. And it's interesting because as you were saying that a thought just came to my mind was remember um, in, you know, prior episodes when Zach and Paul are talking and Zach gives Paul advice and saying, you really need to make her feel special. You need to like, let her know that she's loved. And it kind of like comes full circle, I guess, because maybe Paul wasn't doing that for Micah. And I think that's kind of revealing at the altar in this moment. So I was like, oh, like that's where that stems from essentially. Maybe Paul just, Paul's love language is probably just so different than Micah's. And I think Micah needs like affirmations, like words of affirmation. And maybe Paul's not providing that for her in a way but it was it was interesting um that Paul had so many reservations and you know when he says he's struggling between you know thinking with his heart and thinking with his mind like you can really see his analytical side of his personality shine through like is love enough so that was interesting yeah but it I think it's also on her end too because he goes to say that she doesn't reciprocate her love. So I don't, True. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I mean, again, what we've repeated in our past episodes is we heard from our sources that they weren't genuine in their relationship. Mm-hmm. I think when we heard that, I think what it really meant, because it does seem like these two really care for each other. Yeah. My assumption is that what these people meant when they said that is, Micah and Paul were just never strong enough to ever be married. Like, I think that they both knew that they weren't going to get married that day. So in that sense, I think it's not a genuine scene, Mm -hmm. like their entire wedding day. 
Yeah. And maybe the tears stem more from like maybe losing a best friend instead of like losing a lover, you know, it can, it can hurt just the same essentially. But the one comment that really stuck with me was when Zach, or sorry, when Paul said, you know, envisioning Micah as a mother was something tough for me. And I don't know, that was interesting because I feel like sometimes when you just have a baby, that nurturing side just kicks in and, and Micah's still young. And maybe that's why he found it tough to see her as a nurturer. I don't know. What did you think about that comment? I don't like the way he worded it. Like I understood where he was coming from, but I didn't like how he said like, she's missing the nurturing aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, I know he's getting a little bit of backlash on that right now on social media. They're like, that just wasn't okay to say on camera. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think another thing that he said is it's hard to envision marrying her today or 10 years from now. I was like, what? Like, then what are you doing here? Yeah. The answer (laughs) should definitely be no then. (laughs) Yeah. Which he obviously said no, but it felt like he was like, that doesn't come out of anywhere. I I feel like he probably was feeling that for a long time. Hence, Mm -hmm. I think, again, what we've heard from our sources, multiple sources that, you know, they weren't genuine. And I think it comes down to like that way of they kind of knew that they were never going to get married. Yeah. And it's, that's it was, why this, this wedding just like kind of shocked me because she was so distraught after he said no. And, you know, I was just under the assumption that they just kind of always knew that they weren't going to get married. So yeah. to your point, is it like, tears from the loss of a best friend or that she's embarrassed or, you know, some people on social media are saying, is she, did she fake it? Like she just wanted that moment, that kind of like iconic moment that Giannina from season one had of being like this runaway bride after Damien said no at the altar. Is that what Micah was also looking for? So I'm hearing different things and I'm not sure myself. Yeah. And it was also um, enlightening to see her bridesmaids and her friends Mm -hmm. reaction to um, the whole altar scene, because, you know, if my friend is like walking down the aisle, like crying, I wouldn't be laughing and saying, oh, my God, I'm so happy with this outcome. Like, it just seemed so off putting. I don't know. I I didn't like that at all. And even when they're back in the bridal suite, like the bridesmaids are just like smiling when Paul is talking to Micah. And I was just like, dude, like there's a time and place like just be there for your friend. Like she's clearly sad in general, like, can you just like support her and not be like, so happy that this is the outcome that happened? You know, I, I, it was just so distasteful. I know because I was comparing her friend's reactions to Tiffany's reactions at, uh, on Tiffany's wedding day. And, and so I was like, I don't know. It was just really hard to watch, like seeing friends that are kind of being nasty, um, on TV. Yeah. Because our friends were so supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, why are they just kind of like being very, just like saying stuff that I'm sure they know is like going to come off a bit inappropriate on TV. Yeah. Her friends are, her her friends are very interesting. I don't know how to feel about them, (laughs) but I don't know. Maybe they were just nervous too. I have no idea, but that was just came off really bad. Speaking about her friends, there's a TikTok going around that shows Paul hitting one of her friend's butts. (laughs) And people are saying he did it on purpose, but I actually don't think so. No. Are you kidding me? The audacity he would have to do that while like filming while the cameras are rolling. Could you imagine? But yeah, like I think Paul's smart enough. 
Yeah. And plus, like, I think he just accidentally hit her as he was walking out. Like it was nothing. And that bridesmaid was laughing the whole time. So it wasn't because she, he hit her ass that she was smiling. Like, no, I think it's, it's, I think the, re- I think the internet is reaching like we do sometimes. Based on the TikTok I saw, I think he actually pulled his hand out of his pocket, but he probably pulled it too hard and it hit the side of her butt. Yeah. Yeah. as he was walking out and she smile smiles the bridesmaid smiles and kind of rubs that area but i think it's because she knows how it looks on tv so she's just mm-hmm. kind of like being awkward and kind of like she's like oh what just happened you know, you know, that was, you know i got hit in probably like not in a weird place so i don't uh, i think people again I, are just like it's funny to go because- viral on tiktok yeah. Uh, yes. But it was funny because he was like completely out the door. So I don't think he yeah. was like saying sorry. He, I think you he, he, like you're right. He was just like pulling his hand out of his pocket and it got a little too intense. But I'm curious to see like what was the aftermath of that wedding? Like I'm really excited to hear what they have to say at the reunion show about like what happened afterwards, because we did see that other TikTok that we talked about a few episodes episodes ago um, mm-hmm. about this um this tiktoker meeting them in arizona at yeah. um at an apartment complex and how they were kissing and making out paul and micah were but then uh micah tells this tiktoker the person who created the tiktok like hey we're just kind of forced together for the after show yeah so- and we actually heard another comment of someone who met micah in new york and said the same exact thing so, yeah, I didn't I didn't hear about the New York thing, but it will be interesting to see where they stand um, in terms of their relationship at the reunion. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's kind of wild because if you're being like, there's no cameras rolling, there's nobody around, like no one's forcing you guys to make out in a pool. So I feel like maybe there's some residual feelings there. I just don't know if it's strong enough to be in a relationship or it'll lead to, you know, a long term marriage. So we'll see. I'm excited to hear about uh, what's going on with this couple That's or if they're even of... a couple, to be honest. Yeah. Are they I mean, even a couple? again, like we've heard things, but I'm curious to again hear their side. Yeah. Yeah. But one wedding I absolutely loved and adored was Tiffany and Brad's. Did you see the car that Tiffany rolled up in? Like, excuse me. (laughs) That was so beautiful. I know. I was like, okay, our budget sucked for our season because we didn't get any of that. No. And she looks stunning, obviously, but oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. Both of them rolled up in style, baby. (laughs) Yeah. It was a beautiful wedding. I actually Mm -hmm. cried for the entirety of their wedding segment. Yeah. Just there is so much there's so much that happened in mm-hmm. in things that were just so emotional like Brett talking about his older brother who passed before his wedding and then seeing Brett's brother, other brother just kind of you know, you could see like that pains him too. Um, Tiffany's friends were so supportive and mm-hmm. you could tell they like definitely have her back. Oh my gosh. I'm getting choked up. Just like yes. talking about their wedding episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even Tiffany's dad coming to talk to Brett. Yes. Um, I just realized they never had a parent meet and greet before this. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you could see, you know, how protective Tiffany's dad is, but how much reassurance that Brett was able to give Tiffany's dad. Yeah. I I loved the scene also when Brett is talking about his brother, when he says, you know, he's suddenly aware that life is so short and he, you know, talks about his fears surrounding it. 
but also that that like kind of pushes him to live life to the fullest. And he knows for sure that Tiffany is his person. And this love story really makes me the room. Like I'm such a hopeless romantic and it just makes this like couple, like, I just like my heart was fluttering the whole time watching the, this, um, wedding scene. So I loved it. And, uh, I thought it was so cute when Tiffany's like, I haven't actually talked to Brett at all in, in a couple of days because I don't want to text him and sway his decision in any way. And I was like, Oh, that is so sweet. But like, obviously she knew he was going to say yes. There's no chance that he yeah. was going to say no. A hundred percent. What I wasn't expecting during their wedding day is that minor meltdown Brett <laughs> yes. had about his suit. Yes. I mean, it was a bit overdramatic in my eyes, but I get the stress. Like it's yeah. their wedding day, but it's also on TV. So you want to look great. I was thinking in my head, like, did the producers do this on purpose because they know, you know, Brett is very particular about his style. Like I was yeah. like, was this kind of set up? I don't know. Yeah, I think um, Brett, like making sure that everything is perfect, just really screams um, his whole personality because not that he's a perfectionist, but I think it bleeds into his love and other areas of his life is that the reason why he's so successful and what he does is that he cares so deeply about every single detail, especially when it comes to how he's like how he looks and his demeanor and his style. So I don't know, it was a little dramatic, but I loved it because I'm like, that kind of shows you um, how he is in life in general. He's very meticulous. And actually, the uh, remember when we were going to go see him, like, I was thinking to myself, like, I have these Air Force ones that are super dirty. I was like, wait, I can't wear these around Brett. Like, he's going to judge me so hard. Uh, it's so funny. But yeah. It, but also I was so happy to see Marshall there at the wedding and it was so cute. Like I'm actually really rooting for his happiness. Um, but cause he says, you know, how hard it was for him to be there. Cause to see like what could have been for him, but I, I like their friendship a lot. I do too. That was also a moment that made me emotional when Marshall said like, this is kind of what could have been, but then the way they mm -hmm. just say like, I love you to each other, yeah. Marshall and Brett, um, it shows how close they got within, you know, the six weeks of filming and people mm -hmm. always, they don't understand that, like how, like even with our season, how the women became so close, especially yes. Ayana and I, but I was like, when you go through such a deep experience and you lean on each other so hard and like, mm -hmm. yeah, you really grow these deep friendships. And I love that Marshall and Brett, um, have that sort of friendship. And I, I, I was kind of shocked Marshall was there because they didn't let me invite other cast members to my wedding. Like I want to invite Ayana. I want to invite like other women yeah. from the pods. And I, I'm pretty sure that they said no. No, they said no, especially for uh, couples who were getting engaged. Like they were like, absolutely not. You can't go to the other couple's weddings. But um, weirdly enough, I had um, a castmate come to mine. Hasib was at mine and they were completely fine with it. I think Shake invited him. So it was not, not for you, I guess, but they were totally fine for me. <laughs> Maybe they just knew that my wedding was going to be so crazy that they're like, we can't have any of the <laughs> cast members here. We can't have them like freak out at their own weddings. I don't know. But Brett crying while Tiffany is coming down the aisle, like that's love. Like there, when I saw that, I was like, there is no doubt that they aren't getting married today. Yeah. Like they absolutely a hundred percent love each other. They are going to get married. Yeah. And Tiffany too, right? She was like an emotional ball, like a ball of emotions the entire time, even walking down the aisle. Like you can tell that she's just very happy and excited for this day. And 
they deserve it. They deserve true love because they're really like, you can tell that they're actually good human beings. And I just love to see them winning. Yeah. And I love Tiffany personally. You know, I spoke to her a lot last night when we met the season forecast and she's someone that I've like connected with really closely. And I I will always be rooting for her, whether Mm -hmm. she's you know, whether it's with Brett or individually, she's just a really amazing person. And I hope people are able to see that through the show. And I think they have, but you know, um, I can truly say that she is exactly the same, but funnier in real life, actually. So maybe not exactly (laughs) the same, but she is exactly how she is portrayed on TV, but way funnier as well. One of the other moments that made me tear up during their wedding is when Tiffany's dad speaks to her before she walks down the aisle. Because I think with Brett, he comes in as a very, like, he comes a little bit hard. Are you sure she's the one? And he's not smiling a lot during that conversation. But you could tell he's such a girl's dad because (laughs) when Tiffany goes, I love you the most to her dad, he goes, I love you the most, most or something like that. And I was like, wow, he is Tiffany really is his world and he, he gets so like soft with her and Mm -hmm. um, you could just see that he loves her and wants the best for her so much. Yeah. He's a girl's dad. I love it. It's very cute. I think, yeah, there's just so much love surrounding this couple and, and I love to see it. So, yeah. And, but honestly, I'm not going to lie though. My favorite couple to watch was Bliss and Zach. I loved, I I was like so emotional during their entire wedding. Like it was so sweet. And oh, the first dance song, obviously we'll get into that, but like, oh my God, it was just so perfect. Did you get the same vibe? Yeah. I, um, I just love this couple a lot. Like we've been rooting for them since they met in Seattle. And actually Zach shares some details in terms of like why he didn't choose Bliss the first time. He says that they got into a big argument that we didn't see how they grew up. So they talk about like um, growing up their childhood and he felt like she was being dismissive during that argument in the pods. Mm -hmm. And um, that makes sense because he has mentioned so many times that like you know, his ex-girlfriend's families would reject him based on his upbringing. We get that insight. Um, which yeah. we haven't before. But I also like how he stood up for Bliss's dad saying, you know, I liked him because I don't know, like standing up for your future in-laws <laughs> on TV, yeah. like that's that's big because you know that their their meeting was contentious. Like it wasn't the best meeting. Yeah. But I, I do like how Zach still kind of sticks up for Bliss's dad in that moment. Yeah, that's why I, I really liked Zach in this episode because of how logical he is I think um, you really see that he has the emotional intelligence to understand the impact of saying I do on their wedding day it's like he knows that it's been a short amount of time and there's really like a learning curve um, with your partner to be able to change and grow together in love and that takes conscious effort but I also really like the fact that he appreciated that his dad that Bliss's dad was practical and he understands where he's coming from. And I think that show speaks to his logical side a lot, but he's also very emotional in this episode. So I, I got really teary-eyed with all the moments that they had with their families. And 
And also Bliss's dad, like towards the end, he like, you can tell he's still a little skeptical. And he says, you know, don't settle, do what's best for you, though. Like, I'll be here for you. Um, but I think it just is kind of showing tough love. And that's something to be commendable for because he just wants the best for his daughter. And I, I just thought it was it was sweet. A lot of people on social media said Bliss's dad was dismissive. We also said it too on our previous episode, but you can tell he just really loves her. When he says to her before she walks down the aisle, remember you're the person that has everything to offer. I think it shows again, to your point, it's tough love, but he just wants the best for her. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You definitely get that vibe and it, it tough love is hard sometimes, but I think it's appreciated because you don't want somebody just telling you what you want to hear. So it was good to have like the yin yang between Bliss's mom and Bliss's dad. Like, don't worry, you are going to be happy. And it's like, just think about what you're doing. Um, so it's kind of like the devil angel, but um, I think ultimately Bliss did make the right decision. And because I've met her in New York, I just can attest to the fact that she is just such a beautiful soul inside out. One of the moments that I absolutely love loved and this is going back to the argument that you were talking about in the pods when um bliss and zach break up essentially and remember when he says the moment i knew i loved you was when i said goodbye i just i literally started tearing up and i was like what the hell this is so sweet like i didn't know zach had such a romantic side to him and i know he's just like expressing his honest feelings about the whole situation, but I thought it was very memorable and sweet. I don't know if you noticed this, but Amber was at Zach and Bliss's wedding. What? They zoomed in on her. Yeah. For like a few seconds. Oh, I didn't see that. That's interesting. Yeah. Which makes sense because I think Bliss and Amber are very close. I actually mm -hmm. think Amber is close to most of the women on the cast, obviously, aside from Micah and Irina, but I heard her name a couple, a couple of times last night when I was with um, the season four cast, how you oh. know, they really like her and she's so nice and they still keep in touch with her. That's so sweet. And yeah, I, also Bliss looked very beautiful on her wedding day. <laughs> it was so sweet. Oh Did you gosh, notice the I dip know. kiss? Zach killed it with the dip kiss. Okay, so, so this so is cute. actually where I bawled yes. and I was watching this episode on the plane to LA and I was like, oh my gosh, like who is looking at me? <laughs> when they start playing I Hope You Dance oh. for their wedding song, amazing probably cost so much money so much for money. netflix to use that but it was so worth it especially yes. because zach says in the pods that it's his favorite song he also says it to his groomsmen and mm -hmm. he thought it was crazy that bliss said it's her mom's song for her and like that connection that they had so sweet and when he did i'm gonna literally tear up talking I about know. it but he they play it and they have them like dancing to it and all the couples mm -hmm. dancing to it. Yeah. I was like, wow, what a full circle moment of yes. just like wanting this to be your wedding song. And here you are now on your wedding day. Yeah, it's it was so, so beautiful. And honestly, even like circling back to the owl moments too, there's like these small coincidences between their relationship that just kind of affirms that they're supposed to be together. And it's it's very sweet. That song, I've always loved that song, but to hear it and like to see them dance to it was just so magical. So I definitely, I agree with you. I think this was by far my favorite wedding of the entire episode. Okay, I agree too. There's a lot of like just emotional moments. I really like Tiffany and Brett's wedding as well, but I think Zach and Bliss's was like more of, gosh, they just really, really kind of went, they went through, through a it. lot to make it to that moment. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, their story wasn't very, it wasn't just linear. There were so many ups and downs and to see them come together at the end, I think was just really, yeah, really magical. And I don't think ups and downs with them aside from Zach choosing Irina in the beginning and going to bliss. But I think mm-hmm. personally too, just both of them have been very vulnerable in this process. Um, one thing before we close on their wedding day, I did also tear up in this moment where Zach's grandma says yes. if Zach's mom was there, she would 100% be there and she wouldn't be quiet. Yeah. And him talking about how his mother's love and how his mom believed in him like made him believe in himself. Oh, <laughs> I'm crying. I know. It was just so like- sweet you just think back and you're like, wow, like Zach, like this moment was for Zach for him to find his one after everything he's gone through. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a really special, but also tough moment to see because, you know, you do really want everyone that you love there, but I think he had so much love and support and, you know, she's watching and she was there with him in spirit. So it was very sweet. Yeah. Cute. Wow. So that was the wedding episode emotional. and it, it took us, it's very it emotional. took us through a bunch of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was such a good episode. And again, we can't wait to see what happens at the live reunion. Um, after everything we saw, we hope wow. that all the couples are still together and we'll just have to see, you know, if, yeah. if they are not. In honor of the finale, we gathered your burning questions on our Instagram page, Out of the Pods. If you guys are not following us on Instagram, please do, because that's where we gather all your questions. So are you ready to answer these, Deep D? Let's do it. I'm excited. Okay. First question. Who pays for your makeup and clothes for the show? (laughs) We do. I wish we, I wish we had professional makeup artists because when after Mexico, my entire shade changed and I was like, oh my God, it was so bad. But yeah, we, we pay for it ourselves. Yeah. And we don't get a budget, anything. We do our own makeup. We dress ourselves. So there you go. Next question. How long are you in the pods and how long are the dates? We are in the pods for 10 days. And I think the longest date that I was on was probably three and a half hours, three and a half to four hours. What about you, Natalie? Yeah, I I think that my longest date was four hours. Mm -hmm. And then we also had night dates, which was like an hour or two. So in total, at most, I'd be talking to Shane, maybe like six hours a day. Yeah, a lot of time or longer. Yeah, I think even longer, to be honest, once you like narrow it down. But there's no clocks in the pod. So we like can't keep track of time. (laughs) Sometimes they drag, sometimes they go fast. Yeah. Do you talk about controversial topics like abortion in the pods? Yes, we do. Yeah, this is an interesting, yeah. There's always like, um, you know, in the back of our journals, there's like kind of questions that, you know, to steer the conversation a certain direction, but there's no limit or like, they don't say what you can and can't talk about. So everything is up in the air to, you know, speak about it whenever or however you want. Yeah, you can even ask someone like how they look like. Yeah, I was I asked. We got I was a lot asked, of people. <laughs> I was asked by someone to like rate myself out of ten in terms of like the beauty scale, and yeah. I was like, I'm a two out of ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. Next, 
Um, um, but yes, yeah. we do talk about controversial topics like mm-hmm. abortion. Um, you know, we definitely talk about politics and that could get very contentious. Yes. Um, especially if like, you know, two people have differing politics. I know that they don't show it on the show, but I think yeah. when you start adding those type of topics in, it gets really hard to like tell the general storyline. Yeah. But it just gets very for me, controversial. Yeah. For me, it was, it was important for someone to have similar values and also mm-hmm. political views. So I definitely had those types of conversations. Yeah, we did too, actually. And like, even just talking about the hard things like abortion and marriage and divorce, all of these like very important topics, they didn't really air as much, but they definitely were had. Next question. How do they pick which couples to follow when there are a lot of engagements? I think on our season, at least it was about diversity and that's how they picked which ones and also who has an interesting storyline and that there's going to be moments of like trying to figure out if this relationship would work or not. I don't know. What did you think, Natalie? Yeah, so we don't know the actual answer to this. My assumption is that they want couples that are authentic, that have the chance to actually get married at the altar because obviously they need this that to happen for this show yeah um but I think that they also choose couples that they know will be very like dramatic and will you know provide an interesting storyline so I think it's actually both both I I do think that they also try to uh create like a diverse cast Mm -hmm. um and that's also why you know they choose some couples um, which yeah. I actually really appreciate because I think Me one too. of the things that makes Love is Blind stand out from other reality dating shows is that we do have more diverse casts. And so we're able to, you know, show different faces on screen and different backgrounds different and cultures. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I do love that aspect. Next question. Do we tell the producers beforehand if we are going to say yes or no at the altar? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, my producer was like my best friend and therapist throughout my whole experience and the experiment. So they definitely know, um, you know, which way you're leaning at the altar. Is it going to be a yes or is it going to be a no? So yeah, they definitely know. Yeah. I I remember on my wedding day, I was asked by multiple people on the production staff, like, are you saying yes or no? So they're very aware because I was very clear. I was going to say no on my wedding day. So they um, are very aware of like what the outcomes are going to be. Okay. Next question. How does the officiant decide who says yes or no at the altar? I'm pretty sure production tells them (laughs) which way to go. Like, obviously my priest who was an Indian priest doesn't know what's, what's even happening in the show. So I'm sure they were told, (laughs) I think they had like a little thing in their ear and they're telling them, okay, now ask DT. (laughs) Yeah. The pastor who officiated, well, didn't really officiate my wedding, but (laughs) um, the pastor at my wedding, he had an earpiece and he had no idea what was going on. Like, I don't think he even knew what Love is Blind was. He was just like, here I am. I loved my Um, priest like talking about it. He's like, is Love Blind? And he's like, what am I saying? This is not a Hindu (laughs) wedding. (laughs) Producers do decide who's going to say yes or no, because they know who is going to say yes or no, if that makes sense. So for my wedding, they knew Mm -hmm. I was going to say no, and they knew Shane was going to say yes. So obviously they wouldn't have me answer first because then you never, it doesn't make for that moment of someone getting churned out, I guess. So obviously they had him say yes first and to create that in my mind, I'm assuming to create that dramatic moment of me saying no after. 
Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I kind of wish Shake went first just to see what he would say. I think there was like a little piece of me that was still hopeful, which is so fucked what? up. It's so fucked up. But I actually cared about him a lot during that whole experience. Like in that moment, like I was like, okay, I don't have a, a husband, but I'm going to have a best friend at least. And so, but anyways, you know. Wait, so you thought he... <laughs> You thought no, that I, he was going to say yes. No, 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 no. I never thought that he was going to say yes. I just wanted to hear what he would say about it, like how he would approach saying no, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. I don't think he was going to say yes, but there's a little piece of me that's like, I don't know. Did our love grow? Did it not? Like, I just wanted to hear his mindset on the whole situation, if that makes sense. But that makes anyways. sense because were you the one to say no first and he didn't respond at all? Yeah, okay. I walked off before he responded. So I just, you know, I just like to hear his mind on it. But, you know, the aftermath of, the, of that was a whole nother story. But <laughs> Deep D, after you saying that, like, I don't know how they choose. I think they, yeah. but I think they're looking for like kind of a dramatic moment. Mm-hmm. Next question. When do the weddings happen? Do they all happen on the same day or are they further apart from each other? Whoa, I could not imagine if all the weddings happened on the same day, the amount of stress they'd be going through. No, it happens consecutively. So Natalie's wedding was on a Sunday. I think Ayana and Jared went next on a Monday. Yeah, on a Monday. And then Mal and Sal went on the Tuesday. No, and Danielle and Nick. Oh, went Danielle on a and Nick. Okay. <laughs> Danielle and Nick went on to it's been a while, you guys. It's been two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh obviously Mal and Sal. So really they're consecutive. And mine was last. I think only because it was an Indian wedding and they had to really there was a lot that went into it. But yeah, they happened very consecutively. Yeah, I, I'm glad I had a Sunday wedding because I didn't want my guests to take work off. Um, but my dad couldn't make <laughs> it on sweet. a weekday. I think Aww. actually Daniel and Nick were supposed to have their wedding on a Sunday, which mm-hmm. meant Shane and I would have our wedding on a Tuesday, but we had to swap it. And I know it caused some like tension because everyone <laughs> wanted that Sunday day. Yeah, that's so funny. I I wanted it at the the latest possible. So that's really interesting to hear because I would be stressed if I went first. <laughs> you know what? Um, Shane and I have actually talked about this. Mm-hmm. If so, we got into our pre-wedding fight two days before a wedding day. I know on the show I say the day before, but producers mm-hmm. just wanted me to say that so timelines made sense. Yeah. Um, and we talked about like, if we got married on the Thursday, so the day that you got married, would we have said yes, because we would have had, we would have had time to kind of like figure things out and kind of, Mm. you know, apologize and, you know, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm grateful that I said no. And I, I'm glad that we didn't work out because I don't think we were ever meant to be in a relationship or a marriage by any means. But, yeah. you know, I think about that, like, what if my wedding was on a Thursday? I could have gotten married off the show. Yeah, it's it's so hard, though. Like, you, it's hard to think about the what ifs, but you'll you'll always like have that what if moment in your mind. But I think life works out exactly how it's meant to. And in a weird way. Yeah, I, th- I think you just yeah. had to have that happen. And it's not a what if it's it's just weird thinking like, would life have been different? Like, would I have married Shane? And I'm pretty sure we would have gotten like divorce a few months later, but, um, you know, uh, I'm glad that my wedding was on that Sunday and I stuck to my no, but Mm -hmm. I think about like, could if it ended up differently and, you Mm -hmm. know, 
I, yeah. I would have been married to him. And, you know, I, I assume that we would have probably broken up or divorced yeah. soon after. It's interesting because I, that's why I wanted to go last. I think it's because I didn't want the experience to end. I didn't want to lose out on my best friend or like things to just change so drastically after that moment. Cause I knew it would. And yeah, that's why I was like, you know, I just want to savor every last moment of it, um, for however long possible that I could. So I was glad to be going last. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Do wedding guests not really know what's going to happen? Um, from my perspective, I told a couple of my bridesmaids and my family knew what was going to happen. I'm not sure on Shake's side, but, um, I do know that he did make a comment once that, you know, I'm going to just have most of my guests be surprised. So a lot of my friends were, I just said, you know, I would love for you to be there and support me on this day. We don't know what we're going to say. And I kind of left it up, uh, in that way. So a little bit of uh, some of the people that were closest to me knew and the others didn't. How about you? (laughs) Mine was such a mess because Shane and I were so sure we were going to get married. And so when we initially reached out to all our wedding guests, like, hey, you're going to get an invite, but this is what's happening. It's for like, love is blind. And you have to be at my wedding in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, We told everyone that we were saying yes, because we really thought we were in that moment. So um, yeah, so everyone... (laughs) thought I was saying, saying yes. And then I tried my best to tell everyone on my side that I was saying no, but I think I was only able to reach like 10 out of the 50 guests on my side. Mm-hmm. And it's a stressful um, moment. So it's like, yeah. So my wedding guests mind. were surprised. They were surprised mm-hmm. because they thought I was saying yes, but obviously ultimately I said no, yeah. but we try to, I think most people try to tell their guests like what's going to happen, especially mm-hmm. if it's like more of a quote unquote, real wedding, like they're for sure saying yes. Yeah. And I think it's tough too, because a lot of my friends flew in from other um, states and like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is not what you expected, but thank you for your support. But yeah, no, a lot of my guests didn't know. Cause I think I was still hopeful, which is so crazy to say out loud. Cause it's like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> but yeah. Cause didn't you say before, like you and shake knew that you were always saying no after Mexico, but did you hold on a bit of hope? Like he would change his mind. Absolutely. And what he would say to me, um, and how he would talk about me, I think is why I, you know, kept that little glimpse of hope. But, um, at the end of the day, we definitely weren't right for each other. No, that's very clear. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Do you know if any of the LIB cast have dated outside of their seasons cast? I know of one couple or one former couple. I have no idea. And I can't say. (laughs) Well, well, goodbye to this question then. (laughs) Yeah. So I do know of one. Actually, I told you about this. You do know of one too. I told you last night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, I remember. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they're dating anymore. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that they're dating anymore, but there has been someone from a previous season dating someone from another season. You know who I want this to happen for is Ayana and Marshall, but you know, we'll just keep that on the DL. We'll just have to see where that we'll goes. I've happens. been manifesting it. Next question. What is the number one thing that wasn't shown in the show that each of you wish viewers got to see slash knew about happening? 
Hmm. I think for me, it would be the small moments um, that Shake and I would have that we like kept away from the screen. For example, like just kind of intimate moments, not like I'm saying like sex or anything like that, but like just our cuddling moments and things like that. I think we just wanted to keep that off screen, but it kind of would show more to why I was so invested in that relationship. And, you know, they didn't really show much of that because we were so careful about you know, uh, our intimate moments, um, and or even talking about it. So I don't know, I think it would like give the viewers a little more glimpse into why I held on to hope for so long. I have three, which is a lot. But I think first is um, (laughs) they definitely cut out all the moments where Shane and I really had a like deep conversations just about growing up. Like people never understand how we ended up together, Mm -hmm. but it's because we had similarities in terms of things we went through in our childhood. Looking back, I'm glad they didn't show it because I was like, I I didn't want those things like shown on TV, like the topics we talked about. But at the same time, I think a lot of the things I hear is like, why, how did you guys end up together? You guys are opposites, but I think Mm -hmm. personality wise we are, but in terms of like things that have happened in our lives, we're not. You're so right, actually. I didn't get any of that. I didn't have a glimpse into that at all. Like your background and why you connected. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the second one is sometimes I wish I talked more about what happened in that fight before my wedding. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of kind of lies out there and assumptions of, you know, what happened, but it's not like it's so far from what has been talked about. Like I lied when I said it's because I asked if he drank too much. Like that's not true. I just didn't know what to say and I didn't want to reveal like the entire details. So um, I did say something along those lines to him that night, but that's not what caused our fight. Yeah. And we'll get into that episode. We'll deep dive into (laughs) that. (laughs) I was like, maybe one day I'll like provide more details for anyone who's curious, but um, a lot happened there that I haven't revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your and then third? I think the third one is I I kind of wish like people knew how disingenuous some like cast members were on, mm. on our season. I don't know. Cause it feels like people just got away with things. And I'm sometimes I'm like, Oh, like you shouldn't have, like you didn't deserve to get away with something like that. But yeah. we could talk about that, you know, on another episode. How do you keep your relationship secret after the show? Oh, can I, I'm the queen of this one. <laughs> um, honestly, like when Kyle and I started hanging out, it wasn't really a relationship. We just had a friendship and people would just like spot us together and like they would find us on TikTok. Like I'd be like scrolling on TikTok and there's like me and him at a cafe or me and him like out in LA or something. And it would just like spark rumors. But, you know, production really did tell us like they were just like kind of try to keep it on the DL. Um, so we didn't really post each other much. And so, I mean, honestly, that's a like, lie, Deep D. You guys posted a lot. I did not post him whatsoever. I posted his ear one time. I, I agreed that he has a very distinct ear, but that's all I would post. Maybe Kyle posted me pretty often, but like we would never fully post like an entire picture of him. Like I could literally go back and look at my archives. Like I never posted him completely ever. Maybe we alluded to it a little bit and, yeah. you know, we would post in the same locations and things like that. But 
even when we lived in LA, like a lot of people didn't know that we were living there. Like, so when we revealed our relationship and then said, oh, we're not together anymore, people were shocked. They're like, wait, you got together and you're not, now you're not? Like, this is so confusing, which is why people think that it was very like clout chasey because yeah. they didn't, they weren't there for the depths of our relationship. Okay, I was going to say, we could always go down this topic on another episode, which I definitely want to do with you, where I ask you questions from social media and just the internet in general, um, is I think because of those photos where you're like alluding that you're together, um, that you posted and, and Kyle posted that people found that to be like cloud chasing somehow. Which is kind of crazy because I never posted him. I just posted what I was doing and what I was eating and where I was. And yeah, it can be misconstrued in a lot of ways. You know how the internet is. Yeah. Um, for me, so I actually dated Shane after my wedding day and we dated for several months. Um, it's not that hard to keep the relationship secret because you just don't tell people you met, you know, your partner through Love is Blind. Um like, for example, I'm assuming a married couple, you know, they're not outwardly sharing to everyone that they got married. Mm-hmm. They're just like, this is my like partner or boyfriend until the show comes out, comes out and they're like, we're married actually through this experiment. Yeah. But people thought Shane, because obviously like my friends met Shane and some of my coworkers met Shane. They just thought we met like just naturally, like at a bar on hinge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, no one even, you know, questioned it. I was like, Oh, I, I kind of like set it up where I was like, I've been seeing this guy, like, yeah. you know, you're going to meet him type of thing. And no one questioned it, which is really so. hard. Honestly, I wanted to share a lot of hard moments and I wasn't able to do that. And it kind of sucked actually. Because, you know, like when you're first, like you. when you're like with with Kyle, like uh, when you're like firstly newly into something and even if it's just a friendship, you're just like, holy shit, I think I found somebody that I really, really like. And what a beautiful story if it did work out. And I'm sad it didn't. But like at the same time, I wish I could have shared and like taken people along on the journey with me so they can see, you know, the the nice, beautiful moments. <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> There was a lot of amazing moments for me. Maybe like it, with Kyle. Yeah, like I I really okay. it was the chapter I needed for sure. Like I knew he had to be in my life for a reason. You see things so positively. I think after everything like Kyle has done to you, I like have such like a grudge against him. You know, mm-hmm. we we spoke about this in another interview. Um, outside of this podcast about how he truly just used you for clout. Um, and I yeah. think that you are very genuine on your end. So I, I I think like in your memory, those moments are beautiful and I totally get it. Cause I think that they were like, I, I've seen pictures of you and him and I um, obviously have seen you guys have been present of you guys hanging out, mm-hmm. but I think looking back on everything and something we talked about is I don't think he was like very genuine in yeah. in that relationship with you. Yeah, there probably was some incentive to be around me or with me, but you know, it it sucks because there's so many moments that we spent together alone and he didn't have to do any of that. So I think, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think it's not black and white. There's a lot of, there's a lot of gray area there. Okay. So those were our questions. Um, good questions, guys. I feel like yeah. we have to do this more often. These were really fun to answer. 
we absolutely love getting these types of questions and we'll do more of these too. And so continue submitting your uh, comments and your insights and your thoughts because um, we love to hear them, but send it to our Instagram page at out of the pods and make sure you leave a review and subscribe whether it's to wherever you listen or to our YouTube channel. Um, and you definitely want to listen to next week's episode because Deep T and I will be at the live reunion and Ooh. we will be spilling what happens, whether it's on stage or behind the scenes. So you don't want to miss what we'll have to say. See you next Monday. Bye.